0: Welcome to the Great Lakes Golf Podcast, Season 2, Episode 15. Alongside Hunter Pulaski, I am Peter Garber. We are presented by Reed Furniture in downtown Petoskey. Whatever your furniture need, it's Reed indeed. Busy episode today, including a recap of a birdie fest in Hawaii, the Century Tournament of Champions won by Cameron Smith over John Rahm. The tour stays in Hawaii now for another week as we're back to full field PGA Tour golf at the Sony Open. Plus, we touch on Georgia beating Bama for the national championship, Steve Stricker's health issues, and a developing story out of Florida is the big money golf classic. Struggling to pay out the purse for their competitors this year, including $80,000 owed to winner MJ McGuire and $70,000 to second place finisher, Tom Lovelady. Thanks for listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the ticket, Michigan.com. Also on radio, Wednesday nights at 7, 93.7 FM, The Ticket in Cadillac, 104.7 FM, 1340 AM, The Ticket in Petoskey and Charlevoix. Let's go. I'm getting alerts from Golf Digest. About what? On my laptop now I don't know how I how I come to get these alerts they seem to be set up randomly without any sort of like opting in on my end says stop driver pop ups with one simple tweak and I got to tell you that hits home a little bit because I played on the simulator this past weekend which I think we talked about (laughs) last week's episode and. I, according to the simulator, which I don't know the last time I did this on a real golf course, I popped it up with my driver two separate times. Well, did you pop it up? I don't think so. Well, I don't know. (laughs) I feel like a pop-up. Who knows better? My hands swinging a golf club when I haven't played golf since August or a finally... Tune piece of equipment that sells for something in the neighborhood of ten thousand dollars.
1: I don't know how how
0: how far did the ball go? About one hundred and seventy yards. R- tremendously high spin rate.
1: Okay, that sounds
0: pretty. And it was yeah, it even looked weird on the screen. Where it was like, why is the ball not going forward but remaining in the air <laughs> for so long? Oh wait, there's the distance. This is, ball's only traveled one hundred and thirty yards, and I hit it two seconds ago.
1: What, uh, where did it hit on the screen?
0: That should, that doesn't matter, right?
1: Well, I mean, in theory it should, if you hit it high on the screen, then it'd be a pop-up.
0: No, it's only, it's like, it's a only based on where you hit it, how you hit the ball
1: i'm not really saying as far as like for to to register i'm saying as far as for you to tell in your mind or like if you weren't in a, at a simulator if you hit it higher, oh, no, I didn't hit know, it higher no. on the screen it would go higher well, in, I mean, in
0: real no. life i see what you mean now but the <laughs> yeah. people that i was playing with i mean i don't know there was nothing noticeable where it was like whoa dude you popped that one up huh nothing like that which there were a couple of those when you kind of you know like you're trying to flop it or whatever and you hit it over the screen well the, yeah, we're and sure then you hit the, the uh there's like we the did wood behind this d- there.
1: I've hit that before.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you can hear it. Yes. So this was not like that. Were you at anyway.
1: um were you in Chicago? Yeah. At uh what was that five five iron? Yeah, five iron? There's one is no. there one of those in Chicago?
0: I haven't. I don't know what five iron is. I've been to one where it's like a nice bar and simulators. I don't know if that's what you mean, but this is just this. This is just like, you know, the Petoskey Golf Center and and other ones. You know that I don't know if there are other ones up north, but it was really understated, basic. One simulator on the main level, one in the basement, like a half like a kitchenette or whatever, flat screens just like a hangout space. You can order your own food, bring your own drink, whatever. And we had it for three hours down in the basement. So we were watching like the beginning of the NFL slate and playing Tory Pines. Oh,
1: very cool. Yeah. No, five Five iron is is a bar bar simulator kind of in the, they've, they have marketed as the, the city simulator. There's one in Baltimore, a couple in Chicago, river North, the loop,
0: Vegas, several in, New York. You think we could get one of those babies to work in Petoskey?
1: Heck no. No, I think what uh, – that's why I, that's why I, I thought Eric – I think at some point that's what Eric kind of envisions happening to Petoskey Golf Center on the week weekend nights. I think – I mean, there's a market for it. You just – you always wonder.
0: It totally changes the, as the, your overhead goes kind of through the roof in yeah. terms of – the other things required to not just a liquor license, but yeah, I mean, they're really fun. It was a, it was a good time. It's so hard to chip. That's my biggest takeaway. Yeah, I chip yeah. with a 56 degree. Like it doesn't like the idea of somebody chipping the ball kind of lower and using a lot of green and, or, you know, spinning it. You know, it wants you to just flop it and fly it up next to the pin kind of every time and have it stop up there. And that's not really how I chip. So I was second hole I made triple. I had to chip three times. So (laughs) that kind of takes away some of the fun. And sometimes you really can't even get the hang of it. Like I I definitely wasn't chipping great, but, you know, there are a couple of times where it's like, okay, you know, like that's that's a bummer
1: yeah and that's gonna happen i think that's that's what i found with the most ones i've played is actually the higher you hit it the the higher you if you don't chip it low and the higher you chip it just the further it goes it has a tough time registering how far how far the actual wedge shot was and like what you're trying to do with it but hey it's better than nothing was it probably yeah, probably no. was pretty cold in chicago this week or could you have played golf are golf courses open around there?
0: Golf courses open. It's three degrees here.
1: Is it snow on the ground? Like, it Oh, wait- yeah. Quite a
0: bit. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, you guys just got, did you guys just get that? That's- Come on, Hunter. It's January 11th. We got snow. <laughs> Granted, it was two weeks ago. We didn't really have snow, but yeah, we have it now.
1: Well, that's what I, the I thing
0: about I Chicago actually- is that you're right. Like and that, sometimes we have snow and then other times, because it'll just randomly be 40 degrees and for two days and everything will melt. And then it'll snow like seven inches, you know, four days later or whatever. But right now, the entire city is one giant ice rink. Nice. There's several inches of snow on the ground. And it is single digits, not counting chips.
1: Sounds fun. That's about It's
0: about- uh, come on. Everybody move here. Bring your families, <laughs> bring your kids, bring your friends. No, I'm kidding. Stay as far away as possible.
1: (laughs) Some man just asking for help. All right, I do have uh, some outside of the... Do you want to talk about the Tournament of Champions? I have some other um, news that broke last night that we have talked about previously that's pretty uh, pretty interesting stuff.
0: Yeah, hit me with your news. Then we'll get into uh, the century and okay. cam smith's incredible performance there that was some pretty sweet golf shooting 30 something, uh, shoot three guys 30 under or better but yeah and then i want to talk about the a little bit about georgia alabama i want to at least touch on it a little bit before we obviously look forward to the sony open
1: yes definitely okay so um so late last night maybe i don't not late it was sometime uh at eight o'clock last night this this story broke uh, if you guys remember, I, th- I think it was probably about a month ago now. Yeah, about a month ago, the Big Money Classic that took place in uh, Florida at Orange County National. Um, <clears throat> it was, it was, it's essentially a mini tour. It was a mini tour event, not necessarily a uh, for a season, but just a, a one-time thing that attracted a lot of a lot of kind of not super well-known names, but names that that Peter and I are familiar with. Well, they are in um, a heap of trouble for not for not paying their payouts, their players. So as of right now, the top twelve guys um, in the event, the top twelve finishers, none of them have been paid. That includes
0: one second. You gotta be kidding me! No, this is the first year of this tournament.
1: No, so this is actually the second year, uh, and the first year was was not was not uh, a very well-run event either it sounds like um there were it was it was pretty rinky dink there were uh it says instagram model mc to long drive contest there was a pro-am feature that was stocked with vodka uh the final round tea times were pushed back a couple hours last year because of uh, a large number of players and staff going out late night before um we never talked about it but uh, Adam, S- help me with the last name, Canadian, Spenson, Spenson? S- Sf- S- 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 I don't know how to say it. Oh, Spenson. Spenson. And uh, so he won last year. Moving on so to this year, the t- top 12 finishers have not been paid from last year's event. That includes uh, MJ McGuire. He's owed $80 million.
0: 1000
1: $80,000. Tommy Lovelady is owed $70,000. Uh, four players who tied for third or owed $20,000 each, uh, four players who tied for seventh or owed $10,000 a piece. Some of the players who are tied for 12th were paid their $6,000. Others weren't, uh, two skin, two skin games were built into the tournament format. None of those have been paid yet. So this all, uh, all kind of starts from, it sounds like a complete mismanagement of, um and peter if you want to look at the story it's on the fire pit collective and i should mention that uh this is monday q yeah
0: uh, here i have a yeah monday q in, uh that's uh Oh do you have brantley's monday q info here is the uh quote statement from dustin manning who runs this company big money events llc's number one priority is getting Any player that is owed money from the December 2021 Big Money Golf Classic paid in full in addition to refunding all paid entries for future events. Unforeseeable events have taken place that have led to the Big Money Events LLC owing money to players from the December 2021 Big Money Golf Classic. From a sponsor backing out to a large hold from our credit card processor, the company is now unable to meet its present obligations. Big Money Events LLC will be in direct contact with all players now owed winnings or the refund. Of an entry
1: fee, it sounds like somewhere in the in the
0: um, ballpark of about three hundred thousand
1: dollars, excess of three hundred thousand dollars, and it's not just it's not just players from this past event. This is also affecting the females that were uh, supposed to play. It was supposed to be this week. It got pushed back to next month. Three thousand dollars for some of these players, or I think it's like twenty five hundred, somewhere somewhere in that neighborhood um the entry fee for these events uh it was twenty seven uh about twenty eight hundred dollars entry fee that's a ton of money for a lot of for a lot of these players in their position um i mean we have there's quotes in this story about players that that needed this money to be able to pay for canada q school things like that that don't have the money so it it is it is uh <laughs> a complete dumpster fire of a situation. And it sounds. I mean, this is just. I think this really. Maybe the bigger issue of just not having enough tools, developmental tools for for these players, like where they have to go play in events like this that that aren't paying out a majority of their field. And it sounds like players. Well, this is a
0: yeah. This is a very serious issue in terms of. It says Square has confirmed it's holding $254,000 in escrow because of a violation of their terms and conditions. But $254,000, as you mentioned, is not enough to cover the cost of the payouts from the Big Money Classic. So uh, this article, which I'm reading from GolfChannel.com, Brentley Romine, also states that some players have spoken with the FBI. MJ McGuire, the winner, and if you remember, and we covered he and Lovelady tied and then decided to play a playoff for 10 grand so that he won 80. And that's that's why he won 80 and Tom won 70. Uh, He has spoken directly with Dustin Manning, the guy that runs this company. So it sounds like both MJ MJ and several other players have had direct contact with this guy, but it sounds like, and and they don't have necessarily negative things to say about those interactions in a vacuum. Um, But they sound uncertain that they will ever see this money. And it, that, you know, that this big money events, LLC might be, you know, going under here. So you might is, I mean, I might you really might an ugly an ugly situation.
1: It's, I mean, it sure seems like it. And like the, and the, um, worth mentioning in the tw- the 2021 event, it took, it took Adam, he got paid over 12 months. So it might be a while until, so the winner, of I mean, a hundred thousand dollars, he ended up getting $113 with, with interest or $113,000 with interest, but and it's mentioned in the article it's tough to really know if if this guy did this like what his intentions were but it definitely see obviously he's very over his head or got over his head but
0: yes because i mean there's been occasions in the past where there have been dudes who have done this kind of thing and it's a scam but this guy is literally taking call he's efforting to pay out this money so i think yeah your suggestion that it was a that his eyes got too big for his stomach, if you will, is probably spot on, you know, and hopefully he can find a way out of this, or maybe somebody will come in and see this as an opportunity from a sponsorship standpoint. I don't know that you necessarily want to be affiliated with this person specifically, but you could be the hero here in terms of making an investment in the next four or five of these and making part of that investment, paying out the purses that are owed.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> no. I, I mean, I think there's uh, there's definitely a market for it. So, um, and I guess I wasn't I wasn't super familiar with with the. This isn't something that's new for for mini tours. So I guess it's in 2012, the National Pro Tour unveiled a nationwide four day event tour that traveled the country. Uh, Tony Finau is one of the players that fared well after struggling to pay players. The owner of the tour, Larry Lunsford. Brought everyone together at the tour, at the uh, event and announced he was out of money. Two days later, or two events later, the tour folded, and it seems like this kind of just goes on and on with the Hopkins tour, the Hawaii tour, um, where people running out of money, not being able to play, not being able to pay players is well,
0: the four the four the form tour was just disbanded.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, there's just it's just,
1: and I saw it might
0: just be Q School. To corn ferry, to PGA, and there's really not there's fewer and fewer professional events outside of those PGA sanctioned tours. This seems as kind of the direction we're heading, right?
1: And just a uh, final thought on this um, this whole situation. I, there was this comment that really stood out to me on this uh, on the Monday Q article. Uh, unfortunately for every society, the easiest targets are the one who want it the most and work the hardest for it, which is which is so true. Like, they, these guys are if you if you give these a lot of these players the opportunity to win $100,000, they're going to jump through any hoop they can to to potentially win that money. So it's it's tough to to see players in this position taking advantage of like like it seems like they may have been pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, I'm sure we'll have an update on that by next, by next Tuesday. Speaking of k- kind of crazy stories, did you hear about the Steve Stricker story?
1: Oh, he was in the hospital for.
0: He was really sick.
1: Yeah. No, I I mean, I, I saw it. I didn't really read much into it. Um, crazy.
0: I yeah, just say how... like I'm glad he's okay and felt like we had to mention that it was heart inflammation from what little I understand. I don't know that there's in the couple of articles that I read, there weren't a ton of specifics but really what the point that they put emphasis on was he was quite sick to the point of being worried about you know his future in his words lucky to be alive so interesting that all that was going on that he's recovered that we didn't really know about it and that it was so sort of not too long after He obviously captained a great Ryder Cup team in his home state of Wisconsin, you know, on the way to the U.S.'s, you know, substantial victory, shall we say. So what a relief that he's all right. I saw he was out hitting balls. So looks like he's he's on on the way to a full recovery, but it sounds like it was pretty scary for a minute there.
1: Glad he's all right. All
0: right, do you want to touch on the century was – insane just an absolute birdie and eagle fest um those guys really showed up and showed out but do you want to take a quick break from golf to talk about any thoughts on the game from last night the end of the college football season georgia finally beats bama uh
1: i don't have i don't have a ton of uh takeaways i didn't watch watch a ton of the game to be honest with you i was sleeping i was snoozing by halftime These eight o'clock starts. I have to
0: imagine. I don't. I have to imagine it's going to be fairly poorly rated. Yeah, I don't know as far as national championships go, because regionally it's concentrated in one area of the country. Those states are obviously quite close to each other. These two teams are from the same conference. They've already played each other this season. And oh, by the way, the score is nine to six at halftime.
1: That's what I said before the game. I said these boys better play hard this first half, or they're gonna lose my eyeballs going in the second half. And sure enough, I think I made it. I, I was a little bit in the second half, but I was, <clears throat> I was exhausted. So, uh, first half was like you said, uh, a little bit of a snooze fest. Um, not I, a lot of offense there. No, no, not a ton. I, I am, uh, I am very happy for for Kirby Smart. I'm sure it felt like a. A huge weight lifted off his uh, his poor shoulders late last night. I saw a picture, a still shot of of uh, Kirby and Nick Saban. And Nick Saban looked happier last night than he does when he wins national championships. <laughs> it was amazing. I did think they were. He was. They were. They were yucking it up together.
0: They were quite chummy when they shook hands immediately following the you know the last play of the game, which was a sack for Georgia, which sort of typified the. Uh, The night, but yeah, I agree. I definitely noticed that and Kirby seemed really relieved and happy for the university and not such poor shoulders guys. Probably making 9 million a year, but well-deserved. I was happy because I had, I waited too long on Georgia, but I got even money minus three and I stuck my neck out a little bit and was quite rewarded because I took the highest alternate line that DraftKings was would offer me, which was Georgia minus eight and a half. So That was about a plus 350 hit right there.
1: What do you mean that's the highest they would offer you? They wouldn't take your money for anything higher than
0: that? They didn't have any alternate spreads beyond Georgia minus eight and a half. That's crazy. I would have, I, The highest I would have gone was 12 and a half, and I don't even know if I would have pulled the trigger on that, but I think I would have pulled it on nine and a half. But as it is, I well, was happy to
1: that's that's a great win. No wonder you wanted to talk about
0: it. I was just yeah. wondering what your uh, what your curiosity was to. This, this is good because I've been laying down way too many bets on the Sony Open already, so I needed to fortify the account. So that was a nice, easy way to burn to turn fifteen into fifty last night.
1: That'll happen. I'm glad I got to to sleep early last night. Mac, I have to, I have to tell you a quick story about. Uh, you ever ever heard of Percy Jackson? It's a movie.
0: I don't
1: think so. It's a movie... I don't think I've ever actually seen it, but it came out probably when we were... Well, not when
0: we were, because we're
1: a little, a little older than I am, but when I when I was probably like 10-ish, 15-ish. And so this is a kid's
0: movie.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. Don't don't let your kids watch this movie. My Mac was at my parents' house uh, Friday night, and he watched... 5 minutes of this stupid stupid movie Percy Jackson I don't even know what the there's it's more to it but that's and he's hooked No exact opposite he saw this bull this this scary bull and he hasn't oh, he has not
0: nightmares Yes
1: he has not stopped talking oh. about this bull since Friday night
0: he oh, no.
1: sat, he uh <laughs> he, he used to always he'd be totally fine going to the basement by himself and p- playing soccer or playing playing catch, like doing schoolwork, whatever it is, and he will not go to the basement by himself now. I, I, have, I have tried to tell him that I've called Animal Patrol to set up a perimeter around the house so no bulls can get in, but this kid was up for three hours last night. <laughs> three oh, hours. No. <laughs> because of this damn bull. This bull <laughs> is going to be the death of me. I don't know what to so do. Were you up with him that whole time? <laughs> yes, he wouldn't go back to sleep. He wouldn't go back to sleep in this bull. He goes. I'm seeing shadows of this bull, and
0: Oh, poor guy. So that's that is nightmare fuel. It I is. Mean, nobody wants to see a weird bull in a movie called Percy Jackson. The
1: Worst part is he loves bulls. This bull is given. This bull is giving him. Like, it almost probably has ruined bulls
0: for the bowl him. bull is ruining bulls.
1: Because I don't know Ferdinand is a, is a is a book that I'm yeah, sure you'll Dorothy get for Dorothy. So she loves. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, obviously a, a bull there that Mac is very fond of, loves loves Ferdinand, but this Sits bull
0: and smells the flowers.
1: Yeah, he, apparently, yeah, he needs he needs more
0: docile, friendly, docile, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh,
1: so that is why I went well, to. The,
0: I'm really sorry to hear that. So, okay, so you're pretty tired right now. <laughs>
1: so we'll see how long
0: see how long that uh, this goes on for. I'm
1: I'm giving it weeks, I'm months, maybe years. I don't know. It might be.
0: Gosh, I hope for your sake it's days. I hope so too. All right. So, what were your takeaways from the Century Tournament of Champions?
1: Uh, I thought it was a big week for for the people that that say that golf's too easy, which kind of bugged me. Just I mean, like, and and I think JT or somebody, I think it might have been a reporter, but then JT like responded saying like this: "It was some. It was some reporter saying like it doesn't matter." what golf course you're playing if you give and what length anything if it's soft and there's no wind these guys are going to shoot low numbers and it doesn't it doesn't really and that was the case i think they played they played lift clean place at least for the first two days possibly for saturday or is it just just thursday friday
0: i saw some of those takes on twitter too and i just found that to be i find it to be kind of tired like if the us open is 25 under yes then we can talk about that but this is a this is a hit and giggle. This is the tournament of champions. This is this is a little piddly kickoff <laughs> to the season at a resort course in Hawaii. Like what do you want these guys to be punished every week? Like they're on vacation. It's a coronation. It's a celebration of every player that won a tour event last year. Take it like Except Give then. it a rest for one week. Give me a break. And I'm I'm usually in the other camp, but that's so out of context to to say that golf is that, oh, this is, all they make is birdies and eagles. It's like, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> They're playing phenomenal. Have you seen some of the shots that they've been hitting? And yes, the greens were slow and straight and it was wet and there was no wind and like, Had those things not been true, the winning score would have been in the high 20s and probably still people would have been bitching anyway. But it's fun to watch guys shoot 61 on a par 73. It's fun to see Matt Jones light it up. And it's amazing to see the two of the guys really at the peak of their games right now go sort of one-on-one down the stretch on a Sunday playing birdie golf, you know, like that's, that's fun. You know, if you can't embrace that, then you got bigger problems.
1: I thought it was, um, you just mentioned it, but I mean, I I couldn't be more blown away by how, how Cam Smith played, um, to take, on, I mean, John Rahm, we've talked about it. It's, I think it's pretty clear he's the best player in the world um, at the moment, and to see him, he went into Sunday with a one-shot lead, I believe. And I mean, he answered, he answered every every door that that was put in front of him. Pretty much, I mean, he really had had no issues. Uh, made some really clutch putts down the down the stretch. Um, especially twenty first player, twenty first ranked player in the world, being able to do that is is just a testament to how deep the game is right now. I love it.
0: If you have a Cam Smith or a John Rahm ticket for Augusta in April, you're probably feeling pretty good, and you enjoyed that more than the average person. I know we talked about how we thought Rahm was, was a strong like possibility that he would contend last week, and we talked about the fact that Cam Smith was being widely touted, and I do think a lot of people had winning tickets this week because uh, they liked that course for Cam Smith. But obviously – Augusta has a lot of those same characteristics. A short game is important. You have to be able to make birdies. There's plenty of par fives compared to some other golf courses. You could say that it's some of the holes are relatively generous off the tee. There's no, you know, like the rough is not a huge part of the equation and the greens are, you know, larger than average. So, I just mean their odds are. I haven't looked at the updated odds for Augusta, but I'm sure that those two, the odds for those two, have certainly not gotten longer since Wednesday. No. And Cam Smith, I would guess, is odds are sh- are shrinking.
1: I would think so. I mean, he he just seems very fearless, which is which is awesome.
0: Um, well, and he has a good he has a good record there. So mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to be talked about. He's going to be touted now. Unless something weird happens, there's gonna be a lot of people on him for Augusta, even at this even at the shorter numbers. Because of the correlations, the form and the history. I
1: do think <clears throat> worth mentioning John Rahm made thirty two thirty two birdies in a seventy two hole event. It's not bad. I don't think that's that's not including Eagles. I believe that's the most ever on a PGA tour event. Three players, three players breaking the scoring record. Also <clears throat> pretty impressive. I almost had a real egg in my face Sunday night. I We were at, uh, we were downtown on Saturday watching golf, Saturday night. And, and Log was like, uh, they showed the odds board, which is actually kind of cool now. So I'm, I'm, I don't know if they, they just start doing this. Were they actually showing the odds on Golf Channel? Or is that is that, been they've been doing that?
0: No, I think that's new. So
1: that's the first thing. I think at this point, the Cam Smith and John Rahm are probably on like hole eight, and Matt Jones was only two back, but they still had the whole back nine to to spread out their their lead. And and Log saw his name with a fifty thousand next to it, plus fifty thousand. He almost bet it. I go, well, Matt Jones or Matt Jones is not going to win this golf tournament. Almost, I would have felt real bad about that one. <laughs> I go. I, I, I he played. He played phenomenal, obviously. To, yeah. To break, break the he's scoring record pl- and have two more on top of him.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's got plenty, plenty of game. Uh, I was your to your point about Rom. This is kind of what I was talking about, about just the, the sustained form and just how superior he is. I, I know he's not like Tiger or even like peak DJ when kind of felt like DJ was going to win every week, but the form is incredible. Held a six-shot lead at Muirfield Village and didn't win. That was the COVID thing. Turned in the best 72-hole score at East Lake and didn't win because of the FedEx Cup. Uh, and then beat the mark for the lowest score in PGA Tour history at Kapalua by two shots and did not win. So it's, it's just crazy to see that run of performance result in so few victories just because the circumstances have been so extraordinary. And also speaks to just how incredible the play was from Cam Smith this week.
1: Didn't he start bogey-bogey? <laughs> I think he, was... he, he bogeyed his first two holes on Friday. Um, and then did not make a bogey the rest of the rest of the tournament, which is pretty, pretty good. Any other, uh, Justin Thomas is fun to watch play golf. I really, you mentioned it. I was, I'm pretty sure did that, did that top five cash? I don't
0: think so. Yes, it did. I do. Yes, it did. Yes, it it did. did.
1: Top five T five. Hopefully we don't have one of those situations you had on your hands.
0: And I saw some people getting like plus two ninety, plus three hundred odds on him to top ten after Thursday. He shot one over.
1: Well, yeah, that's I texted you. Uh, I
0: mentioned to you. Know I started thing. playing. I saw that score and immediately started playing showdowns Justin Thomas in them, which was good, but it wasn't enough for me to actually cash anything because I suck. But uh, yeah, you sort of knew he can burn one round and still be somewhat close. And I didn't know he's gonna. T- I mean, he's what. Nine behind in the end. I mean, the leaderboard was so spread out after Cam and John, but yeah, that hit. I hit the jay top ten. Kevin Nod nah just couldn't quite get it done for me on Sunday. He was close to hitting that too. I mean, he missed a couple kind of shorties. He'd been close on the par three, and did you see that? He kind of like I saw that was circulating on Twitter because it kind of looked like he was walking it in. I think he knew that he missed it, but, you know, he does like his little walk it in thing. So people were like making fun of him because he looked like he was walking it in and it just missed the hole entirely. Because I had the top 10 on not nah, too, Plus 360 or something. And he, I think he finished one or two shots out of it. He's tied for 13th or something. But he was, I mean, he was right there. He had a good week. And now his, again, like some, some of the odds, I don't know if you've looked at the Sony odds, but these guys, you know, now nah was 65 to one, I think last week. He's down in like the twenties this week at the Sony, and he—he, he, I mean, he won here last year. But
1: well, that was some good value there. I'll tell you. If, before we move on, I got a quick um. Us, the Australian game of golf looks like it's in pretty good hands. Four four guys in the top ten this week. Just goes to show that there's, and I, and I don't know what is that a testament? Is that something we need to put in our back pockets for later? Put a little. They're good
0: in Hawaii. Yeah, they're good at coastal.
1: So coastal. We gotta remember that.
0: Didn't well, do you know that like the basically the entire population of Australia lives like on the beach?
1: Well, yeah, isn't like the whole the whole middle of the continent is like
0: uninhabited, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think their golf courses have sort of a coastal feel to them. So that's kind of the golf that they play growing up, and they all have good. I mean, you think about it like Leishman, Cam these guys are have good short games. So like, you know, they can get it up and down for birdie on a par five and they can make a lot of putts and they're good. Obviously everybody loves, knows that Leishman is a good win player. Cause he has sort of a lower ball flight, but everyone's going to be on Leishman is 18 to one this week. Wow. You know, his odds for the tournament of champions were probably in the forties or fifties, I would guess. I skipped right over that because Leishman is—he and I have a complicated history when it comes to gambling on golf. But I have already placed a top ten and top twenty wager on Mark Leishman for the Sony.
1: That's probably a—I mean—that seems like it's a a good bet. He's got some pretty good, uh, pretty good history here at Sony.
0: Yeah. Do you want to move on to the Sony?
1: Yeah, I don't really have anything. Um, I'm trying to think of any any uh, further takeaways from um, from the tournament champions. Outside, I've mean, like, I, like I said, I, I couldn't be... I think there's... It there's, goes to show a lot that, that Cam Smith was able to hold on to that lead um, pretty much the whole weekend.
0: Yeah, he's legit. Yeah. Alright, what do you know about YLi, Hunter? Very Did little. Did you say YLi?
1: No, I probably uh, lie. That was pretty easy, actually. Yeah, that was good. That was... I just slid right off the tongue. Uh, no, I don't really. I don't. Uh, I don't know a tongue outside of uh, just some past history with, uh, like you mentioned, Mark Leishman being pretty, pretty, pretty good here. Um, but outside of that, what do you got for me?
0: Well, last three champs here: Kevin Na, Cam Smith, and Matt Kuchar. Um Distance and really just off the tee is. Not going to be super, super important here. There's not really a style. This is a Seth Raynor golf course, um, but it's a it's like a, the Donald Ross Memorial at Boyne, you know, like it's a tribute type course. Oh, boy. So he's got like a radon green and, and 17. And because he's modeling it after, you know, an, an assortment of poles at different kinds of courses, There's not really a distinct one sort of style to it, but I think familiarity is important here. There are guys who'd love to play to the Sony that play well here. Again, going to Hawaii for work sounds fun. So, So very often there is a corollary to success in terms of coming from the century to the Sony. I do think you can, give a little bit of an advantage to the guys who played last week. I mean granted, those guys are going to be the cream of the crop in this field this week, so it would stand to reason that they would have a higher chance of winning just generally even if they weren't coming uh from the century, but it's a, you know, it's a bit of a long trip and for whatever reason there have been you know plenty of examples where guys who played the week before ended up cashing in the following week in terms of like game type. I mean, we said, nah, obviously not a long hitter. Kucher, a short hitter. I said off the tee is not super, super important. It's a bit of a putting contest. Good putters. If you look at leaderboards, you're like, okay, there's a lot of good putters up here. Like you had to make quite a few birdies. We're going to be in the minus minus twenties. Um, and kind of like mid range to short, irons are are also uh important i should say in 2020 the the year that cam smith won the winning score was 11 under the other years 21 22 17 27 20 23 a little bit all over the place that's probably because of wind and weather um the other winners that we did that i didn't mention the year before kuchar was pat and kazire then justin thomas who also has the course record here fabian gomez 2016 jimmy walker 2015, again, what do those guys do well? Put it well and uh, can can do well with their uh, mid-range irons. That's kind of the player type that I think uh, you can look at here. And I, I do think history can play a, a big role here because there are guys who like this golf course and like this event and play here often. And I definitely think there's a reason to like those guys this week.
1: Is... Is uh JT not playing?
0: No, I'll take you through the odds board here. I think at the, at the top, Cam Smith's at the top of the board makes sense. Obviously, coming off a win and having a victory on this golf course already, but no JT. Bryson was in the field and is now out with a sore wrist, which is interesting and will be something to watch, but. So from Bett Rivers, Illinois, Cam Smith nine to one. Webb is the second favorite at twelve. Then Sungjae at sixteen. I already mentioned Leishman at eighteen. He's priced the same as Hideki. Connors and Kevin Na are twenty to one. Answer twenty eight to one. I've seen some kind of varying numbers on Abraham Answer. So if you like him this week's shop books because you might be able to get a number in the thirties. Gooch is twenty eight, coming off the win of the RSM. Russell Henley, I think, is going to be really. Popular this week, he fits the mold in terms of being really good with those mid-range irons, and this had some good finishes here. He's 28. Billy Horschel, 33. Charles Howell, 33. Kevin Kisner, 33. Uh, Harris English, 33. At 40 to one, Jason Kokrak. There's your boy Matt Jones at 45 with Maverick McNeely and Seamus Power. Cam Davis is 50 to one. I got really good odds on Cam plus 700 to top ten plus 360 to top 20. I went ahead and and took those. I think that uh, he played well the year that Cam won here, I think it was, two years ago. I think he's in pretty good form. Played last week. I just felt that that was kind of a misprice, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him finish in the top 20 here. And Sibu Kim, maybe mispriced there at 66-1. He's alongside Brandon Steele, Eric Van Ruyen. KH Lee, 71. Stu Sink, 70 to 1. Chris Kirk, who was second here last year, 70 to 1. Um, so, some other guys potentially of note. Pat and Kazira, I mentioned as one here before. He's 90 to 1. Adam Shank, oh, we talk a lot about on this podcast, 100 to 1. Keegan Bradley and Emiliano Grillo, 101. Harry Higgs. 125 to 1. And before I really, really, really bore you, I'll go ahead and, and stop there. There are it's a deep full field, so you got guys all the way in, you know, pretty far, pretty far down there for some five hundred to ones and, and stuff like that. It's uh we're back to full field golf here.
1: No more hitting giggles.
0: Any of those names stand out to you? Any values that you like? I mentioned I'm on a couple Australians, Cam Davis and Mark Leishman this week. How about you?
1: Uh, I like. I don't hate that answer. I'm thinking, my thought process is only being seven thousand yards. Maybe are we favoring somebody that is that fits that mold?
0: Yeah, I mean, the only thing that holds me back on answer is a lack of form. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that long ago that he won back in the fall when he was in tremendous form and his odds have really sort of. You know, taking on a new context, he's being consistently priced lower than he ever was before. You know, finally breaking through. I, I also I agree. I mean, the seven thousand yards. I mean, he plays well at the Heritage. He stood out to me as being you know priced behind Corey Connors, priced behind Kevin. Nye. I mean, I like Corey Connors this week. This is, should be a good course for Corey Connors. But you know, I I, I will say that answer kind of stands out as being uh, a value looking like a value being priced around the guys that he's that he's priced around. I mean, he he could easily be 15, 16, 18 to 1 in this field had he played well last week, which he did not. Exactly. I haven't gotten to the 28 to 1 because I don't trust the form, but, yeah, I certainly think that there's a rational argument for him.
1: I also, um, just looking at some top 20s, I don't. Um, I don't hate whether it be. Like, I don't hate Kevin Kisner plus one hundred and fifty. He just played extremely well at a course that definitely didn't seem like it fit him very well. Um, he must have just been striking the hell out of his irons uh, this past week. He's plus one hundred and fifty to top twenty. Kokrak and Cokerack is plus one hundred and seventy-five. And Matt Jones, who obviously just played pretty good golf, sixty-one, sixty-two on the weekend, or sixty-two, sixty-one on the weekend. Uh, he's plus 200 at top 20. So um, we mentioned form being important. That's a direction I think I'll be looking. I don't think – I don't necessarily love any of those outrights, um, just given the kind of – I mean, I, I love – I think Cam Smith's obviously in really good form, but you think – I got a feeling he was maybe doing a little bit of drinking this weekend or this week yesterday in Hawaii.
0: Hard yeah, it's hard going to be interesting. Land. I was- yeah. I mean, he likes to have a good time anyway, but I mean, he's just rolling right now. So I think he might be a good, I'm probably not going to outright him as he's just winning two weeks in it. I mean, I don't put it past him necessarily, but I'm not going to back him at nine to one. However, I will consider playing him in DraftKings Cause I think people might scroll right past him for that very reason that you mentioned, just assuming, well, he just won. He's probably going to be out late. It's like, I'm not so sure he's not doing that just regularly anyway. So I don't know how that different, how different it is for on a week that he wins than his regular, you know, like the guy's pretty loose. Um, yeah. That's a good. Or point. at least that's, you know, the impression that I get. So I think he might be, if he's not going to be owned highly in DraftKings, Kings, and you can see those projections on fancy national that'll, you know, begin to materialize later on to, in today Tuesday and into Wednesday I mean then that's an I think that's that's sort of an interesting play we should mention that Webb has a great record here and the reason that Charles Howell the third is priced the way that he is is that he also has a uh, a great record here which is interesting because he's not known as a great putter Webb that's exactly the kind of profile like that that makes sense that he plays well here like these guys that play well at RBC and uh, Wyndham and courses like that can, can play really well here. So that is Webb that's Sung Jay, nah, Henley, you know, Kisner you mentioned is a great putter, you know, like I think Horschel is worth some consideration and is also probably a little, maybe, you know, mispriced um, at 33 to one. So, that's exactly the kind of player type that I think we're looking for here this week. Yeah. So for my, for my money out of the gate, I did bet Patton cause when he was a hundred to one, I think he's in decent form and has proven to play well on the same courses, you know, like he plays well at, I think it's colonial and he's got a few courses throughout the year that he seems to play really well on a great putter. So I think that, that was interesting enough for me to to click. And I did back Leishman to top top 20, I think was even money. Uh, I think I'm on the top 10 too. And then I have uh, Cam Davis to different Australian cam Uh, top 10 was plus 700, which I thought was interesting. And he already has a top 10 on this golf course and top 20 for about plus three fifty.
1: That's a, Great number there. He's the only – he's plus 225 on Barstool for top 20.
0: Once in a blue moon, Hunter, I am smart enough to get on it early. It oh, you happen. got on
1: it prior to his finish last week.
0: Not that prior, but on Monday. Oh, He didn't have a great week last week, but that does that's not going to
1: – I guess I'll say he finished top 10, but that's like, not really saying much when it's only a 30-person field or 39-person field. Did he finish top ten? Yeah. Yep, he finished uh, in because that was that was what led me to say my point about the Australians.
0: So he had a good Sunday. He, I was just watching, dude. Sungjae had to make a twenty-six footer on eighteen on Sunday for birdie to lock up my top ten. I was like, he was just sputtering his way, in, and then he like. Duff's a chip. I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm gonna get a, you know, like a modified payout or here something here. We're gonna get a t10. Then he rolls in a 27 footer to lock up like a seventh place.
1: Yeah, he shot. uh, Cam Davis shot 66, 66 on the weekend. Pretty good.
0: He's a good player. Yeah, it's not bad.
1: He's not bad. Uh, Just a
0: short course for him is kind of different. Like he's not gonna use his driver as much, but. I think I think he can find like just the same way that Keith Mitchell can play. He wanted Honda. He's great with his driver. Like just because you're long doesn't mean you're not going to be good on a short course. You can use a shorter club off the tee, and you're going to be more accurate than everybody else. So anyway, we'll 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 see what happens. It's a bit of a that's a, that pick might be a little against the grain, but
1: I do um I do love I've talked about it before, but the primetime golf that is when I'm going to watch my most. I will watch the most golf when I when it is prime time like this, where the finishers were – Sunday was a little bit wonky. Just It seemed like a little bit earlier than what it was the rest of the week, but I watched a ton of golf Thursday through Saturday. Um,
0: well, and they put it on network on Sunday, but only for like a few hours, and those few hours weren't the end of the golf <laughs> – they weren't the end of the golf tournament. Oh, yeah,
1: just cra- crazy. Crazy. They, yeah, they gave it's us like so weird. two I mean, hours in the middle of the day.
0: Like golf – Football, golf, football, golf, football, news, football. It's like, oh, this is the NBC national news. Okay, okay, so we're done with the golf. Got it, got it.
1: Did you have any uh, takeaways about ESPN Plus? Did you uh, watch it at
0: all? You know, I was on my kind of background stuff, so I thought it was, you know, I thought it was okay. I need a, I need a little more time with it before I make any you know major sort of declarations or whatever but uh.
1: Did you see that picture circulating of the graphic that ESPN put up on Thursday? It was a 200 yard shot and it was 48 feet downhill and they said that the that the total distance was 152 yards to so the whole like a, full, a graphic from ESPN like 48 feet downhill <laughs> They're going to have to work on so that so they're they're gonna have to work on some of their golf stuff, but they're, they're gonna. That's
0: get- not, yeah, that's no, that's not right. Even I did better math than that when I was at the simulator. <laughs> I just had to do it myself.
1: You were playing with, uh, <laughs> with
0: elevation. Oh, do you turn that off?
1: I mean, I would, I would think you, you're putting yourself up against the wall in that simulator if you're playing with elevation.
0: Well, the elevations at Tory, are somewhat subtle, but we did play nine holes at Pebble before that, and that was a bit more dramatic. A lot of uphills and downhills there. Hey, don't forget, speaking of primetime golf, I was trying to figure out, they must, they're must they not going to put this on TV, I guess, or they just haven't announced the TV schedule, I guess, but we're into the Corn ferry Tour season this week.
1: Oh, are we? I was going to ask. We start on Sunday.
0: You. The Bahamas, great Exuma Classic at Sandals Emerald Bay. Is, uh, in Great Exuma, which is the big Exuma island in the Bahamas, so nice for the Corn Ferry tour guys to get their season back underway. They again, they just I did not misspeak when I said they start on Sunday.
1: What is the? There's a reason for that. It, it helps later on. So they play Sunday through Wednesday, and then mm-hmm. don't they play another event just like this where it's. St- like They're not going to play Sunday through Wednesday and then start Thursday.
0: No, I don't know why they do this. I thought it was for TV, but now I can't find the TV coverage. So they're going to play Sunday through Wednesday at, at the Great Exuma Classic in the Bahamas. Then they're going to go from Great Exuma over to Great Abaco, different island in the Bahamas, and play another Sunday through Wednesday, and then they go, they have, I think maybe it's for travel then, I guess, because then they have to be in Panama the next week, but that's when they go back to the Thursday-Sunday schedule. So Thursday through Sunday in Panama City, Thursday through Sunday in in Bogota, which is one that I've been to, which is an awesome tournament and a really cool golf course, a great city. Um, but, yeah, it's just these two that are Sunday through. Wednesday so I'm not exactly sure what the thinking is behind that
1: is uh is Joey playing
0: what do I know I just do a golf podcast that's true uh yes yes yeah he's excited to get out there oh good and uh make some birdies
1: yeah well we'll need him
0: any other uh what's the time you have over there I got 104 is yeah, that it, should be perfect. Is
1: Michigan playing basketball again, or are they still ducking teams?
0: You know, I sometimes I wonder if you Michigan State fans don't pay more attention to Michigan than Michigan fans. Like, it's obsessive. Well, that I, was I wanted to watch
1: I wanted to watch the game. I, <laughs> that was a big thing that needed to happen on Saturday that was right. It, Filled up a yeah. nice time slate.
0: It did suck. I was at the aquarium. I didn't even realize it because I was st- – i looked at that you know i reminded myself of the game time when i woke up i was like what time is came on and uh everything was fine so it was only a little after that that it got canceled and my buddy told me while i was at the aquarium and i'm like oh what am i what am i gonna do with my afternoon now like the golf wasn't even on it at 1
1: no, because that's
0: the uh, so one thing about the primetime golf is you really gonna wait late in the end. Like I want to wake up and see somebody making bogey on one. You know,
1: know see, so yeah, I think I'm the opposite. Got too much going on throughout the day. Need, need, <sighs> to when, need it when Max is asleep. That's that's preferred. I can't believe you went yeah. to you went to you were at shed at the shadow animal prison.
0: Is Pardon that, me.
1: You were at the shadow animal prison this weekend.
0: You don't believe in aquariums. What do you mean? I don't believe in them. It's not a prison.
1: I've I've heard differently from. Uh, I'm not saying that, but I've heard
0: it is. What do you mean by that? That the animals are imprisoned?
1: Yeah, I don't you think they'd want to be out in the wild.
0: Yes, so uh, that's why I mean. So you're you're not. You don't go to zoos or aquariums or anything.
1: Uh, I go with my nose
0: up sometimes. It's not like the shed is like better or worse than other ones.
1: Oh, I'm, not saying that. No, I'm not saying I'm not putting shed on a pedestal by its
0: on its own. It's the only aquarium that's a prison. You're putting it on the opposite of a pedestal. You're putting it on a toilet.
1: All of them. Did Dorothy have a good time at least?
0: Yes, she did. And I'm glad that she has access to an aquarium where she can see things like fish and turtles and other cool stuff. Whales. Penguins. We met a penguin named Georgia. Oh, that's
1: <laughs> that's pretty. I don't know. Ironic's not the right word, but just
0: yeah. funny. Yeah, it was funny. Well, uh, well, now I know that you hate aquariums and zoos. So you do learn something new every day. In the end,
1: I don't think that's. Uh, I don't think that's. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a zoo hater.
0: Should we scratch together some coin to send to MJ McGuire and Tom Lovelady?
1: No. um...
0: You don't have three hundred thousand dollars laying around.
1: No, but I do think like I don't want to say like the that's... the Great not,
0: Lakes Golf Podcast could bail out the Big Money Events LLC. Yeah.
1: I don't want to say like that's a, that's a, a small amount of money, but you're telling me like some like somebody can't just come in and say like somebody like, should. here's here's three <laughs> hundred like that's not it's a lot of money, but it's also not a lot of money.
0: Not here's three hundred thousand dollars, but here's a plan to fix your event, and here's how much we're willing to, of our own money, we're willing to put in, and what we want in return. And oh, by the way, if you're good with this, we'll pay off your debt.
1: Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure something will be. Something will be done. But obviously, I, we'll I do. See, have we'll keep tracking that...
0: the story. We'll be back with more on that next week. Yeah. I'm sure. All right. Good luck at the Sony. Enjoy Hawaii. Oh,
1: yeah. See you guys.
0: Thanks for listening to the Great Lakes Golf Podcast Radio Edition right here. Wednesday nights at 7 on 93.7 FM, the ticket in Cadillac and Traverse City, 104.7 FM, 1340 AM, the ticket in Petoskey and Charlevoix. You can catch up on all our previous episodes online anytime at theticketnorthernmichigan.com on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. If you feel so inclined, please rate, review, and subscribe. Again, we are presented by Reed Furniture in downtown Petoskey. Whatever your furniture need, it's Reed indeed. We'll be back next week with more on the developing story surrounding the Big Money Golf Classic. We'll recap the Sony Open as well as talk about the Corn Fairy Tour, which will be live in action when we record next week's episode on tuesday january 18 thanks for listening to the great lakes golf podcast a presentation of 1047 fm 1340 a.m the ticket